to the Daily Disciples podcast with Tony Lee Adamson. Real and raw conversations dealing with life and spirituality. God so loved the world, but do we realize that he still does? God uses people's stories to encourage and enlighten us to continue growing, learning, and living with hope. Here, you will find the love of God speaking to you through the stories of others. Thank you for joining us today. Hello, and this is Tony Lee Adamson, and today we are going to be discussing the conversations with God and the need to be persistent. How are we to be persistent? What kind of prayer does God answer and why? And we're actually going to be looking at Luke 18, 1 through 8, as we find insights through the teachings of Jesus. And of course, he's the best teacher, right? He is, he is, um, the gospels are all about Jesus and the really the entire Bible points to Jesus being the Messiah and the anointed one or the Christ. So as we open up to Luke 18, we look at Jesus beginning to say, then Jesus told his disciples a parable to show them that they should always pray and not give up. Prayer is our conversation with God. So we come to the Lord in prayer. It's talking to God. It's, it's lifting up our voice or opening up our hearts to, to talk to God about the problems of our day, about the things we're thankful for, about uh, troubles that we might be having at work or in our family. We have relationships. I've said often the more people we have in our lives, the more problems we have in our lives because everyone comes with issues and with problems. So Jesus is talking about being persistent in prayer, and he uses an illustration of a widow coming to an unjust judge. Now, when we talk about prayer, there are many different ways that we pray. There's words like intercession or supplication or prayer requests and praise reports. I mean, there we, we can get into a variety of different words when we're talking about prayer, but basically prayer is just having a conversation with God. Today in Luke 18, however, this is a different kind of prayer. This is a prayer of persistence. We continue in verse 2, and Jesus said, In a certain town there was a judge who neither feared God nor cared about men. And there was a widow in that town who kept coming to him with the plea, Grant me justice against my adversary. For some time this judge refused. But finally he said to himself, Even though I don't fear God or care about men, Yet because this widow keeps bothering me, I will see that she gets justice so that she won't eventually wear me out with her coming. And the Lord said, listen to what the unjust judge says. And will not God bring about justice for his chosen ones who cry out to him day and night? Will he keep putting them off? I tell you, he will see that they get justice and quickly. However, when the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on the earth? 
So this passage is about a woman who feels that she has been treated unjustly and only the king can really grant her the justice that she feels she deserves. So she keeps coming over and over and over to the king. She keeps telling the king, I need justice. And she is bothering him. Now you can imagine that a widow uh, doesn't really have access to just get to a judge. So how is she constantly coming to the king? We don't know, but she's clearly getting his attention. And we know it's not through email or telephone calls at the time. So she is, wherever he is, she is making her requests known. She's asking him to intervene or to act on her behalf. And the context of this passage is justice. So I've heard many women say, well, I'm just going to keep bugging God until he gives me what I want. And they also refer to the passages in Luke 11, that if you just keep seeking, uh, asking, seeking, and knocking, if just keep pounding on that door, God will eventually give you what you want. That is not the context of these passages. In Luke 11, the context is, won't God give more of his Holy Spirit to those who ask? So God will give more of his Holy Spirit or more wisdom, knowledge, and discernment about the, about the issue at hand. God will speak to you and speak into your life and will lead you with the issue of, at hand. And in this passage, it's about justice. Clearly, in the Old Testament and the New Testament, God is a God of justice. And God's desire is that he will act in our behalf, that we do not take vengeance into our own hands, but that we trust God and then we ask God. And there have been many times that each of us have felt like something has been done unfairly to us, or we have been misjudged, or we have been uh in conversations or discussions or arguments where someone is pointing their finger at us and we know that we are innocent, but for some reason, these the people are accusing us as guilty. And if anybody was unjustly accused, it was Jesus as he died on the cross for our sins when he has done nothing wrong but healed people and gave teachings about how to walk with God and actually allow us to have a relationship with God that we could have a conversation with him in our daily life. But in this passage in Luke 18, Jesus is saying the judge here is God and God is not an unjust judge. So Jesus is making a point that here God is a God of justice and he is a loving God. And if an unjust judge would grant the request of a widow, how much more will our heavenly father grant our request, our persistence, our pleas for justice? It reminds me of the passage in Revelation that says the uh, the souls who were martyred for the gospels keep crying out, Lord, how much longer till you avenge the blood that has been shed, the innocent blood that has been shed. 
And God hears our cries. I mean, it goes all the way back to Cain and Abel when God said to Cain, I hear Abel's blood crying out to me for justice. And Cain said, oh, you know, this is just too hard for me to bear, which is so funny because here he killed Abel, but now Cain is complaining that you know the consequences of that action is just too hard for him to bear. But God does let us know over and over, right starting in Genesis chapter four, that he understands when we have been falsely accused, when we have been uh, incorrectly judged by people. And if we remain persistent to see that justice unfold on earth, that is God's desire on earth as it is in heaven, that we can keep coming to him. And Jesus ends this passage by saying, but will I find faith on the earth? Like, will we give up praying for justice? Will we finally say, well, I guess someday they'll get, you know, what, what they've done. They'll deal with their consequences someday. And, and Jesus is saying, don't give up when you're asking for justice. Continue to pray. Continue to ask. Now, these passages are not about people's salvation. These passages are not about other things that we might pray about. Like if I, if God just answered my prayer about this person, if God just changed this person in this way, then, you know, then I will have justice. That is not what God is saying. He is actually saying to render justice by upholding the innocent and punishing the guilty. That's what the widow is saying when she's saying, grant me justice, to render justice by upholding the innocent and punishing the guilty. So, so Jesus is saying, when you know you're innocent, you know that you have been unjustly accused, unjustly fired, unjustly, you know, your reputation destroyed, unjustly put in a horrible marital situation, unjustly done wrong to, because of whatever the reason, continue to come to the Lord, asking him to intervene and allow your innocence to become evident and that the guilty may be punished. And Jesus is saying, be persistent in that prayer. Now, he, Jesus is not implying, the Greek is not implying that you are constantly going on and on and on and on about this. It's something that you're, when it comes back to mind, comes back to heart, that you're praying about it. It's not something that, that weighs you down so greatly that you can't function, that you're overly depressed. This woman still gets up, this widow, and keeps going back to the judge. And that's what God is asking us to do, that when it comes back to our heart, when the Holy Spirit brings it back to our heart, we come back and we're not only in a conversation with God, but we're pressing into God. There's a passage in Isaiah 1 that says, Come, let us reason together. There's passages in Genesis about Jacob wrestling with God. That's the context of this, that, that there is a wrestling in our spirit that's going on until we sense God is moving. And at that point, we will, our heart will flood with peace and we will know that God is going to have his way. I've had that peace about, about many things. I, I can say that 
I have wrestled with God over many, many things in my life. And, uh, and my persistent plea has been that, that I've been able to see God's will be done on earth as it is in heaven. I, I have said to the Lord since my high school days, Lord, don't let me be the type of person that flies into the mission field and preaches the gospel and then ends up killed by the natives. And then the next person comes in and they all, you know, come to know you. Let me be the person that flies in and watches people come to know you. And so, so my heart is, has been to actually not only sow the seed on the ground, but actually watch the fruit come up. I, you know, I, I'm not the person that wants to to do all the work in the dirt and then not watch the, not be around to watch the harvest actually come in. So that's this type of prayer in Luke 18. The conversation with God is not only begging him to intervene, but actually talking to him about it, actually letting him know our heart's desire, actually letting him know that we want to see this on earth as it is in heaven. And that is one of the prayers that is when, when the disciples said, Jesus, teach us to pray. And Jesus said, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. This conversation in Luke 18 about the unjust judge and the widow is about God's will being done on earth, actually watching God bring about justice for his chosen ones who cry out to him day and night. That means sometimes we can't sleep at night because we feel we were so unjustly abused or accused. And, uh, and, and it is, it does remind me also of the prayer of Anna. She was a widow that was constantly in the temple praying to God. Does that mean that she didn't eat? No, she didn't eat. She went out in order for her to remain in the temple. She had to come in and come out and people knew her name was Anna. I mean, she was in relationship, but it's, it's knowing that God does hear our prayers. I know that we get, we get discouraged. We feel like if God doesn't answer this prayer, how do I know he's even listening to me? Well, you know what? This isn't the only prayer that you pray. You don't only pray for God's will to be done on earth as it is in heaven when it comes to the justice, because it does take time for the harvest to come up. So there is patience in the process. We learn that in um, James chapter five, that we need to be patient. God is a God of patience and he wants us to have his character, his nature. So we also need to be patient, but as we're praying for the Lord's will to unfold on earth, we have to also remember that there are other things to pray about. And those other things that we pray about, hopefully he is answering you. Because if we get to the point that we're so frustrated that we just want to see him answer this prayer only and nothing else, well then we have suddenly become God. And God rarely tells us when our prayers will be answered. He does put on our hearts what to pray about, and he does give us wisdom in how to pray. And in this case for the widow, she was persistent. And this unjust judge who doesn't even care what people think about him, like he doesn't even have a fear of God. He said she is basically, and it's a metaphor, but basically saying she is beating me up. I'm getting a black eye over this. 
And unless I intervene and just get this woman to stop bothering me about this. Well, that's what Jesus is saying about the Lord, that, that God, our Heavenly Father, does hear us. God, our Heavenly Father, does know that we are coming to him for him to act justly in our behalf. However, it's going to take persistence. It's going to take time. It's going to take some sleepless nights. It's going to overshadow us sometimes during our day. But instead of getting wrapped up in how we can intervene in this situation, instead of getting uh, like thought provoking and how we can take justice in our own hands, we are deciding to be persistent and to continue to give it to God. And if we ask God for wisdom, he will grant us wisdom. He will give us wisdom and he will give us patience so that we can watch his will enfold on earth as it is in heaven. And let me tell you, I have seen him do it in my life over and over. I have been around many God-fearing believers over and over and I've heard their stories and it does take time. It's seed time and harvest right you throw the seed in the ground then it takes time sometimes it takes seasons and then there's harvest i mean there have been fruit trees of mine that have taken years before it had that first fruit so it does take time but jesus is saying he wants to find faith on the earth so when these things bother your heart you know that just by including God in your thoughts, just by trusting God with these things that are consuming your mind and your heart, and you know it's so unfair, just by giving it to God and saying, I'm going to trust you to intervene in this situation, is showing the Lord faith. So don't give up. Keep going. Do not grow weary in doing good. We are all, we have all been treated unjustly in our lives at some point. I mean, we can't get out of this life alive. We're going to have trouble. So let's just keep trusting in God. Okay. So today, in summary, we reviewed conversations with God and the conversation of persistence. And that Jesus tells us the parable of the persistent widow with the unjust judge. It's from the gospel according to Luke in Luke chapter 18, verses 1 through 8. And Jesus' main point is God's will will be done on earth as it is in heaven as we are persistent to seek God to display his justice or his vengeance on the guilty and to uphold us as being innocent. But to not give up praying, continue to pray about these things, knowing that in God's time, he will accomplish his will. So thank you for joining me today in um, Conversations with God. And we will continue to talk about Conversations with God. Thank you for joining Daily Disciples Podcast with Tony Lee Adamson. No more fake, fancy, or fluffy, but real and raw conversations dealing with life and spirituality. For more information, go to dailydisciples.org or connectionsnetwork.tv. And we can't wait to talk to you soon.